Blog Talk Radio. problem is that one it was intentional 
So my concern is how did this six-year-old know, one, where the gun was, two, how to shoot this gun, um, and three, how did he get it in the school? The second thing is when you admonish a child, usually you keep them away from their peers so that they aren't embarrassed, and this is what got the teacher killed. Um, even now at the high school level, when I have to talk to a student, I'm taking them outside of my classroom, and we're walking around the school. I never put myself in that position, but you don't think about that with a six-year-old. Uh, I I think that um, this was a very calculated move, and I I think the child should get juvenile life, stay incarcerated till 21, and possibly get some time after that. Um, and then you have to look at the consequences of the parent or whoever the guardian was to have a weapon loaded in the reach of a six-year-old child. Um, and I've told you guys before that I felt safer in combat than I do going to work every day, and this is just, you know, this is just preposterous. Um, I know some of our listeners will say, oh, he's only six and he may came from a broken home. What if he has special needs? But even if you take all of those things in concert, he consciously made a conscious decision to go get that gun and or load it or somebody else load it or it was already loaded and bring it to school, sneak it into the school and wait for him and his teacher to be alone so that she could, so he could shoot her. That's, that's, that, that's very, very calculated. And even if he had an emotional disability or he had an IQ of 69, like none of that is going to eradicate what this child has done. And so natural consequences should be given, and that's just my take on it. I got a question. Did the did the teacher die? Yes. Wow. Because at the time I heard it, the teacher was injured, but I didn't hear of yeah, the teacher well, when dying. It happened, uh, she had life-threatening injury. As um, soon as it happened, she was in critical condition. So we were told that she died, so... Okay. Uh, Dee Lovely, your thoughts on this? My heart goes out to a teacher's family. I can't imagine thinking you are teaching uh, six-year-olds and there'd be a day when someone has to say, you know, you were murdered by a six-year-old. I have no concept of even understanding how that happens. Um, the thing that disturbs me more than any part of this story is that prior to this child making this choice is they said the child brought bullets to school the week mm-hmm. before. There mm-hmm. is a whole direction that should have been acknowledged and should have some there, – there are preparations and with all the things that we have experienced at this time and the way people are behaving that red flag was waving like you cannot I, I just don't understand why there wasn't some something being done some somebody had to understand this was a dangerous situation and it was not going to get less dangerous and I, I I'm just I'm astounded and this child made a decision um made the decision a week before and made sure that he he followed through with the choice he made so 
there's parenting in there somewhere there or, or misparenting um there's there's officials that missed things because the teacher told someone told the principal told the security um the the in-house security I, I just don't understand how this got to this point i just i don't i just don't and it, it disturbs me on so um, many levels one more question about this that I don't know. Was the child white or black? Um, they haven't said because the child is a juvenile. They're keeping the identity very close. However, the I can tell you that the demographics of the division that that happened in, they are not Caucasian. Yeah, I saw, I was looking at the students in the school, and I suspect the same thing. Okay. Okay, moving on to the comedy that it was. The four or five days it took for Kevin McCarthy <laughs> to become Speaker of the House. Uh, Representative That's Matt Gates of Florida had declined yet to vote for Representative Kevin McCarthy of California on the 14th ballot, helping sink McCarthy's chances as Speaker that round. Uh, Republican lawmakers growing irritable, to say the least. After days of fruitless voting, a heated argument broke out between several of them. Representative Mike Rogers of Alabama, a McCarthy ally who is in line to become the next chairman of the House Arms Services Committee, took it to another level when he stepped, when he stepped to Mr. Gates and had to be restrained. Looked like WWE off in that piece. Uh, and I was watching this because it was a, uh, it, it took to, I guess, I guess it was 1 o'clock in the morning, somewhere around there, before they even changed their votes back to present so they could drop uh, how many, how many, what you call it, uh, how many votes uh, McCarthy could get. They had to, uh, say president and it dropped it down so he reached the number and he made it late that evening. Mm-hmm. Starting with D Lovely. What did you think of this clown show that was going on with the Republicans in uh the House of Representatives? Well one hundred percent it was a clown show. Um the the sad thing is Mitch McConnell literally sold his soul to get this job. He sold everything he owned, he sold his heart he sold his his mind, and, well, what's left of it. But he sold it. He sold it to him because he wants this job so bad. He was so embarrassed when he had to move his stuff out of the speaker's um, uh, um, office when he lost the first 14 times. So I guess he figured whatever it takes, I just don't want anybody else laughing at me. But the problem is... We are going to laugh at him forever. This is going to go down in history as the saddest day ever. And he is the most pathetic human being on the planet because he he literally conceded. He bent over and he said, "Just I'll take it. Whatever you're giving me, I'll take it, and I'll I'll say thank you." And he did. And so now you got what you asked for. And so let's see where this. Let's see how that works for you because as soon as you don't do something they like. They're gonna get. You're gonna be sitting down. They're gonna censure you, and you've told them they can do it. You've made it clear that it's okay. So good luck with that. We'll go back through so this. Uh, they'll go back Jeff- through that whole round of voting all over again. 
for every issue. Uh, well, I'm excited. For I, I, I don't know if you said Mitch McConnell. I thought you said Mitch McConnell, but I know you meant McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my apologies. But I'm excited for Hakeem Jeffries because I feel like Democrats did the right thing. So we'll see what happens with them. <laughs> and he gave a great speech, too, before he gave the gavel to uh, McCarthy. Your thoughts, E, on this S show. Not a, I'm not going to say the whole word. S show. Yeah, I want to say the whole word. So it is, like, my thing is, you you mean to tell me that America really went for going back and forth six times to get this dude nominated? That's crazy. And 14 people, times. Walk, yes, people were walking out. The Republicans were, you know, not even participating. They didn't show up knowing that, well, if they don't show up, then that's going to make the odds forever in their favor. You know, I felt like I was, I was watching an episode of The Truman Show. Isn't that the movie where? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you was going to say Groundhog Day, but yeah. Truman Show, 52. Same thing. Both are apropos. So I, I just can't, I can't believe it. And then he's preening like a, you know, Cheshire cat, like he really did something. Bro, you didn't do nothing. Like my sister said, you sold your soul to Satan. Uh, Latanya, on the last issue, about the uh, student having a gun. This makes me really, really sad. This is a learned behavior, a formality, a normal will see to violence taught in the home, in her humble opinion. Okay, the next, the next craziness, uh, a roommate who survived the quadruple murders at the University of Idaho told police she saw a man in black clothes and a mask wearing walking past her in the house on the night of the killings. She stood frozen and in shock according to the newly released court documents. She didn't recognize the man who walked towards the back sliding the glass door of her open of her off-campus home in Moscow, Idaho, according to documents on Thursday. She locked herself in a room after seeing him. The documents said, Brian uh, Kohlberger, 28, is currently the sole suspect in the gruesome stabbings of the students. Um, Starting with E, your opinion on this, this is just, I, I, I'm baffled on a whole lot of fronts on this one. Uh, e, your thoughts on this, uh, this, these murders in Idaho? Well, I, I knew, and I think we kind of touched on it a couple of weeks ago when we said that, they, mm-hmm. you know, just the nature of who they were and where it happened, they weren't going to stop till they found somebody. And so when they found somebody, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't a how they found somebody. They was like I was like okay what's next, um, and I'm still waiting for what's next. Like this, 
this isn't some vagrant. This is a, uh, a dude working on his terminal degree in criminal justice. He already has a master's in criminal justice. He's talked to some sociopaths and some serial killers. So there is a precedent, you know, that has been set. As far as this girl, like, I guess you could be stunned. Like, you you didn't call 911. Like, I, I have questions about that situation. Like, I'm just going to run in my room and close the door and pray that don't nobody come in. Like, that doesn't sit well with me. But, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. I got questions. I got questions why they didn't report it till later on. Didn't nobody that walk part. in the house to see what was going on? Uh, D. It's, Lovely, your it. thoughts on now that we have a we have somebody uh, already uh, arrested for these crimes out here in Idaho. Your thoughts? So let let me start with this. They apparently suspected him um, long before. So they mm-hmm. were tracking him across the country. They mm-hmm. stopped in three different – he got stopped twice, I think they said. Yeah, so the, my, my, my question becomes, if you know it's him, what, what, what you doing? Uh, How is that uh, – you just murdered four people, and y'all just following him? You you didn't yeah. – you don't you – don't, out the big guns and shoot him to death or or do you, I, I can't I can't oh pale people kill me I, I just don't understand even when you kill your own you just don't care I, I just don't get it right I, I really I just, you know, if they were 10 at the first stop he would have probably been street people so <laughs> he thing. got a plane ride but I Oh, my God. They stopped getting something to eat. I don't understand. I don't understand how they get to live a life that says, hey, I know you murdered a bunch of people, and we're we're sorry you did that. Is there anything we can get you? Is there something we can do for you? How do you feel? Do you need a hug? I I know you're exaggerating. (laughs) It looks like they did that. I'm sure they didn't do that. But I'm tracking them all the way across from Idaho to Pennsylvania is a stretch. They should have got him before that. You thought there was some type of suspicion going on. They showed him getting stopped in Indiana and talking to the police, and his father's in the car with him. The man's a murderer. Just yucking it up. Yucking it up with the police. I, I don't understand. They just keeping an eye on him. I can't even kill a dog. I'm telling you, Michael Vick had dogs. They wanted that man hung from the next tree yes. because of the yes. dogs. But this yes. man murdered four people. They said he did some horrendous things to the one woman's body. He said to her, as her roommate claimed she heard him say, don't worry, I'm going to help you. It won't hurt anymore. I, excuse me? I can't. I, I quit. I, I quit. I, I quit people. I'm quitting people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let me go to the next one. <laughs> uh, this is uh, 
it was it was tragic when it happened on Monday, but it turned out to be brighter by the end of the week. Damar Hamlin, Hamlin, breathing two was taken out, and he told his team, "He love you, boys." Video to the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin's breathing tube was removed overnight. A spokesman to the teammates via via video. The Bills said Friday morning, four days after the 24-year-old in game cardiac arrest stunned millions who watched the emergency play out live on TV. Uh, his toy drive. He was expecting to get twenty five hundred. Is raised over eight million dollars since eight. the incident. Starting with uh, D. Lovely, your your uh, opinion on what happened during the week, which was uh, good news at the end of the week. Absolutely, it was frightening. I was watching the game. I I, I watched it happen live, and it scared me to the level like I was I was literally holding my breath and I think I might have cried a little. Um but it was frightening. However, I feel like this young man, because he's an athlete, he was his body responded as it, it remarkably. And he's breathing on his own and tweeting and there's a picture of him today doing hearts for his team that won so, you know, Buffalo won, and he was all excited. So that's, you know, that that's how you want to see something end. At the same time, we got to remember what the sport is. We have to remember who the people are that are in charge and how long it took them to recognize what was happening. Uh, Roger Goodell is someone that we still need to talk about, the slave master, and we still need to talk about why he didn't think it was that important um, to cancel the game, we, there, there, uh, there are underlying issues here. Why Skip Bayless thought it was okay to say, "Why well, you going to stop playing the game because just because of him?" And there are so many reasons that they don't see us as human. They see us as exactly what they want us to be. We are simply entertainment. And anytime somebody something happens to to us, they don't they don't we don't get the same response. If that had happened to, um, what's that man's name? I can't stand. Um, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Every the the world would have shut down. There would have been nobody yep. that could have talked. They wouldn't have. They would have said, "This is the most egregious thing." I, let's all pray for Tom. But that's not how they see us. So there's there's underlying issues, there's underlying situations, and we need to look at this th- in in real world time. And I'm done. E. But I'm glad for him. I'm glad for him. I a thousand percent um, support my sister. You know, I'm concerned with the, his mindset because when he woke up, they said the first thing he wanted to know was who won. Like Negro, you just died on the field. You want to know who you won. You won because you alive. But like I don't think he knew said, what happened. I really don't think he knew what happened when he actually wrote that. But Maybe he did. Maybe he, he didn't. Wake up and ask who won. You know something happened and you weren't a part of it. So that I just worry about that part of it. Like um, not 
I, I just worry about that. And so, because young people are looking at him, you know, and, and trying to model themselves. And, and, and you're right. It's that whole slave-master mentality that they don't see us as real athletes. They still see us as property, and we go to the highest bidder. And I, that concerns me greatly, greatly. Uh, the last one I got, Rosewood became the site of a horrific massacre 100 years ago yep. in January 1923. Uh, they're recognizing it because of the anniversary but I want to say there was many more cities other than Rosewood and Tulsa that this happened to a lot of blacks where they lived at. Um, mm-hmm. Your thoughts on the Rosewood uh, anniversary that they're bringing up, wanting to acknowledge the ancestors that suffered this tragic uh, massacre, starting with E. Um, I teach my students something every day about black history, how it affects their livelihood now, where we came from, how we got to where we are, where we hope to go, not just February, I'm black every single day. And so my students have the benefit of that for me. There are some naysayers that say we don't have we can't teach that because it's part of critical race theory. It is not part of critical race theory. Um, I have been telling my students about Rosewood um, for my VA U.S. history class. Uh, just because it's part of United States history. And, yeah, like you said, there are so many other cities that got burnt to the, to the ground, you know, um, during this time. And it's, it's just really sad that how, how, as an educator, how hard I have to fight to not even manipulate the history, but just to, to teach the history as it was already reported. It ain't new. And so, you know, I'm glad, I guess, that it's coming to the forefront now, but we should have been talking about all of these cities, all of these things. He's lovely. As you know, Rosewood is in Florida. <sighs> I've been to Rosewood. I've I've seen the area. It's it's haunting. Um, Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, but it's haunting. Um, It's unfortunate that I live in a state that we have um, a leader that doesn't recognize Rosewood or the the, most of the people who don't look like him. So Mm -hmm. it's surprising to me how many people, when you say Rosewood, in the state of Florida don't know it's here. And Mm -hmm. To that, I say, shame on each and every school, each and every teacher, each and every institution that has not taught Florida about Florida's own history. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Yeah, good or bad, uh, each state should be taught about each uh, their history at least within their exactly. state. Uh, exactly. Well, that's all I have. Thank you, sisters, for calling in. I hope you both had a happy holidays during the two weeks that we wasn't on. 
Yeah. It was beautiful. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you all. Uh, everybody take care during this week, and we'll talk again. All right. Love you guys. Peace and love, everybody. All right. Mask up. Love you guys.